Hello, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of the State Hornet Podcast. I'm Evan Patoka. Hello, I'm Aaron Lofton. And we are back for more Sac State stories from the past week. Anti-LGBTQ legislation is set to be put in place and is on the rise in general. These laws prevent minors from getting gender-affirming care, which may restrict hormonal replacement therapy. This is a growing trend in the U.S., as 37 of the 50 states passed anti-LGBTQ laws in January 2024, according to the American Civil Liberties Union, or ACLU. 388 in total, 54 of them being in Oklahoma, by far the most out of any state, 23 ahead of Missouri with the second most. California is one of the 13 states that haven't passed any. Matter of fact, the new California Transgender Youth Privacy Act went into place starting January 1st, which protects transgender youth from discrimination and privacy with pronouns and name changes. California is one of the minority, though, and students have expressed their concerns with not only people outside of California, but discrimination that still happens within states without these laws. This is a big topic of discussion, especially in an election year, and students are concerned about what is to come for the U.S. February 18, 2024 was the showcasing of art from historic black artists located at the Crocker Art Museum in Sacramento. Guests were able to view and examine beautiful artwork that tells the story of black American culture. Various art styles were displayed with an impressive variety of abstract, acrylic, and other styles. Alma Thomas is in the spotlight, and her art represents the challenges of being black in America in a piece titled Etude in Color. Each piece of art is similar to hers in the way that it always tells a story that people may not understand at first. Along with the paintings was poetry, which people could view next to the paintings. One poem was written by Juanita Gonzalez, which she correlated with her poem with the painting Lagos, Nigeria by James A. Porter. This proves that art is more than just a picture on a paper or a canvas. They inspire those who seek inspiration. The California Faculty Association has voted to ratify the tentative agreement made with its CSU management. After one day of strikes on January 22nd, an agreement was reached that gave the CFA benefits as well as a salary increase. This agreement ended an eight-month-long bargaining process that included a week of strikes in December. On the week of February 12th, over 29,000 members of the CFA were asked to vote on ratification of the agreement, with 76%, or around 22,000, voting for the ratification. The tentative agreement will be sent to the Board of Trustees for the CSU. During their next meeting between March 24th and 27th, they will be sent the agreement for approval, but the CFA is urging the CSU Board to enact the terms with a special meeting. Jared Gibson, Carlos Hill, and Armand Bailey are three outstanding football players for our Sacramento State Hornets who put up monstrous stats last season. Each individual carries their own story, but each one has something in common. Carrying their school on their backs with pride while being highlighted as three of the ten outstanding black athletes on StateHornet.com. There are also multitudes of black athletes out there, and whoever you are, whether you're the great Z Hamoda, who's a certified hooper on the basketball court, or Jared Wilcott, who is a soccer mastermind. Sac State Baseball played their opening day series against the Loyola Marymount Lions. A doubleheader opening day on February 16th saw the Hornets lose the first game 4-0 and the second game 12-10, blowing a six-run lead in the ninth to lose in 11 innings by two. The third game on February 18th saw the Hornets get their first win of the season on a walk-off wild pitch. The big story from the weekend was Matt Masiangelo, who was hit by a pitch seven times in two games. There were three HBPs in the first game, then four in the second. He was also hit again in his first at-bat in the third game. Eight pitches hit him in nine at-bats, and it became a viral story that reached the likes of ESPN, Barstool Sports, and other big sports media figures. 
While Masiangelo was hitless in his first three games this season, his on-base percentage sat at 692. In the first game, Owen Hackman threw 5.12 hit innings, with the bullpen not allowing a hit to pick up the 4-0 win. In Game 2, the Hornets had a 10-4 lead in the ninth, where the Lions were able to come back with a rally, and a pinch-hit two-run home run by Sam Biller in the 11th sealed the deal. Game 3 had the Hornets down in the ninth this time, 8-6, where they were able to score three and keep from being winless in the opening series. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of the State Hornet Podcast. Make sure to check out all of the stories on statehornet.com as well as our other socials.